God has created decisive victories for you in every battle where it's a clear win. It's a clear win. It's a clear victory. And he's cleared it up through his word. And we can't have a, we can't have a victim mindset. We can't have the victim mindset. The victim mindset is when it becomes no longer is, did I win? Did I not win? What's going on? That's the, the wavering. That's the, yes, I can do all things through Christ. Why can't I pay this bill? You see? You can either do all things through Christ or you can waver in it and lose the decisive victory. Do not have a victim mentality. Uh, last verse here. Acts chapter 16. So I want, this is a good example. Paul and Silas did not have a victim mentality. This is when they were... They cast that demon out of that girl. And they got all upset. And her handlers got upset. And they put them, caught them and put them in jail. Because they, they, were, they were making money off this girl, right? She was divination and all that other stuff. was possessed and they set her free. And then it says... Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to read a little bit here. This is actually really good. Um, Verse 23, and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging their jailer to keep them safely. Who, having uh, received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. I mean, they, they, I mean, they put them in the nasty part of the prison, and they chained them up. They probably, I mean, latched them down tight. I mean, just, it ain't going nowhere. It, they're, just, they're stuck. This is where they're at. And it says at midnight, and at midnight, why was it at midnight? That was just the time that they were thrown in there. (laughs) I got beat all day long, and they said, okay, it's time to go to bed. Let's put them in there, all right? So, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises to God. It doesn't say at midnight, Paul and Silas cried and complained and had a victim mentality. Why us? Why us? Oh, Lord. Just tying in the knot at the end of the rope and hold on. Got to hold on. No. It says, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. In this situation, you see, when they were beat, I don't see them sitting there saying like, hey, they said, why me? Why us? Oh, I was just trying to do good. They were complaining. I mean, I'm sure it hurt. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sure that there was some pain with it. But they did not have a victim mentality and start complaining to God about the things that they were going through. Oh, Lord, here it is. What are you doing? Why did you bring us out here to die? Why, you know, like they had, I mean, all these probably, you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, we're, I mean, Hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, we're looking at it on the other side here. I mean, think about it. I mean, if you were be, they had enough discipline in their mindset to know about the salvation of God that they didn't even they didn't complain. They didn't have a victim mentality. What they do? They just they prayed and sang praises to God. That tells me they have an idea of the victory that was already planned for them. God will save us out of this while still locked up. 
sang and prayed. There's situations and pressures that we might be facing and, and, and you know, triumphing in our trial that we just got to pray and sing praises to God over. That's a key to the victory. And what happened? Immediately, there was a great earthquake. So much so that the foundations of the prison shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. Victory. Was victory planned for Paul and Silas? Was it already there? Did he already know that there was, that was going to happen? Yes. But what was their participation? Prayer and singing. Giving thanks to God. Because why? They said they didn't complain. They said, okay, here we are. Let's pray. Not thank God for the situation. That, oh, thank you, Lord, that we could be modest for you. No. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in my life. Thank you, Lord, that you've caused us to be an overcomer. Right? More than conquerors. It's that bass rumble. <laughs> and they broke loose. Freedom came. Victory came. And it, I, like, I like the rest of this uh, situation here, this story. It says, And the keeper of the prison, waking out of his sleep, I would wake up too, I guess, and seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword that he would have killed himself, supposing that the prison, uh, prisoners had, been, had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Don't do that. Hold up. Wait a minute. And then he says, Then he called for a light, and sprang in, and came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought uh, them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved in your house. And they spoke to him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. That was very interesting to me that the prisoner that was there washed Paul and Silas's stripes. And in turn, the end it says, Then uh, there was baptized in all his, in, in all his, he and all his, his home straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. It reminded me of Proverbs 16, 7. It says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. That's another victory. You've got enemies on your job site? You keep praising God. You keep doing what you know to do right. You keep standing on the word. And your enemies can find peace with you. There will be favor showing up at your doorstep that you never thought could imagine. Your bosses could bend over backwards to keep you. They'll hire people that they fired just for you because you want that person back. It happened. It happened. I mean, uh, I'm going to use Deborah as, a, as an example. Uh, one of her employees, now they didn't fire her, but she had some things going on. And, they, and it was a great help to Deborah in the classroom, her, one of her parents. And that para left to take care of some stuff. But the thing is, is that the school, the school district she works for, uh, they have kind of a standing rule. That says when you leave, you don't really come back, especially you know if you go to another district or whatever. Well, she didn't go to another district. It was a thing. So they found a loophole to rehire her because she was a great help to Deborah. And Deborah's desire all through the last year that uh, that was it. She's like, I really want her to be back. I said, Well, let's pray. Let's just thank God that we'll. Get, she's coming back. 
She's like, oh, you know, this and that. I mean, great people, don't get me wrong, but they just work. You know, those people, you have people that you work with that you just know you just jive with and you get things done. And when they're gone, it's like, oh, hey, missing this. Well, we prayed for them. And so the boss had to go to the board to rehire. Get, hey, let's, let's do this. Let's, you know, one of my best teachers, and I'll say that, one of my best teachers, Deborah, wants this person hired again. Can we do it? And went to bat for her and got her hired. Not even that, her boss was, we, we, we speak it all the time about favor with our employers, favor, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're at peace with them. They're, they're at peace with us. They love us. We want, you know, God's blessing on the jobs that we're doing. And um, her boss was giving a, given an opportunity for a promotion that would leave out of that position and another, you know, supervisor would come in and it would have been a great promotion. But that boss stayed there, chose to bypass the promotion. I'll stay here like what we're doing. She likes the team, different things, whatever. Uh, that's because, again, we speak that that's a great boss. We love, the, we love her boss, a, a great lady. And, and that's a part of the victory that we have. Not just, not just we, I'm saying we have with our jobs. We overcome on our jobs. Even if it is speaking those right people in and those other people out. We have victory. They're a problem, Lord. I can't, effect, I can't effectively do this. I can't effectively do that. They're stopping things up. What needs to happen? Lord, either, either give them wisdom or move them out because I need that. You have the overcoming ability to help influence those situations based on the Word of God. And if he says that we can have peace with even our enemies, we can have peace with even our enemies. We are overcomers. Amen. Praise God. Did you get something out of that tonight? Hallelujah. We triumph over every trial that we face in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, Father, that the victory that you have given us, Lord, it wasn't free, but it, was, it cost Jesus. And we appreciate that. We honor him by walking in the victory that you've bestowed upon us through him. We thank you, Lord, for the, uh, the overcoming Ability to face any uh, opposition in our life with the confidence and the strength of you, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that we will see the end result of victory in our life in every situation. And we praise you for it. We thank you, Lord, for our faith being strong in you. And I thank you, Lord, that we will go about our week and experience victory after victory after victory in our life. And we praise you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's stand to our feet tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.